Hello everyone and welcome to your place for all things paranormal, supernatural, metaphysical, and conspiratorial. Today we're going to be talking about the butterfly people. The butterfly people. Yeah, those winged beings of the uh, American Midwest. It's, it's a beautiful story. I it's, think so. It's really a, it's a feel-good story, definitely. Yeah, yeah we got to get away from all the, the, t- the non-feel-good stuff. The devils and yeah, exactly. everything else. I'm Tanya. And I'm Chris. Welcome to the Triangulum. Welcome, everybody. Welcome, everyone. Hope your week has been good. Mm-hmm. Thank you for uh, thank you for the additional downloads and listening. We appreciate all the support. Absolutely, we do. And Absolutely I just want to say, do. yeah, I just want to say, in the the last little while, I've had some people share their stories with me, their paranormal or supernatural, metaphysical stories with me. Mm-hmm. And it's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I do enjoy it. Please, uh, you know, if you have a comment or you've got something that you want to share and uh, want us to take a look at. Feel free. Send us. Uh, yeah, send us a message on Facebook. Yeah, write a comment on Facebook. Send send an email message. We check them. Definitely check them and want to hear them too. Yeah, of course. You know, we're not just interested in our own experiences. No, no, we're interested not at all. in everybody else's. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. So, all right, all right. Shall we jump in? Yeah, yeah. Let's go. All right, let's tell the story of Joplin, Missouri. Yeah, we decided to do this story because, again, it's a feel-good story. It's beautiful, you know, mm-hmm. and um, uh, I am going to say one thing that we, we found when we were doing some research on the story, and that was, you know, there were skeptics oh, that yeah. were talking about this story, and it was like, you have got to be kidding me. You know, there's a line that mm-hmm. you, you can cross when you're... Being a skeptic, mm-hmm. this is one that you shouldn't have crossed. Really, it's uh, good to be skeptical. It's good to be skeptical, and because and, you don't want to believe everything that's out there. But you know uh, what? At, at a certain time, you have to ask yourself: Is is this really the thing? is this where you want to go with being a skeptic mm-hmm. about children talking about their experiences, and then people who've lost their homes mm-hmm. and their livelihoods and lives? Is really that where you want to go to say that this was uh, some story that was a bunk? If you're a skeptic, I guess everything is like that. Yeah, you know what? Then just disappear. Healthy skepticism is good. Yeah, healthy skepticism. It's not healthy when you're hating on kids. Yeah. <laughs> it's and, and weird. You know, come on. Yeah, don't be a goof. Yeah, that's just getting. When you hear the story, you understand why he's exactly, so passionate about this. Exactly. You know, especially with children. They don't. You don't lie about things like that, and there was just too many that that I agree. Uh, you know, and going in, going out of that, we'll get into the story. I'll, uh, you know, I said enough, or I'm go- I could say more. But oh, I'm, I know I'm you could. Gonna. You could take up the whole hour. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. All right. All right. So, mm. 2011. Yeah. Uh, what was the day? May 22nd, yeah. 2011. Yeah. A tornado, an EF five tornado. EF five, which is huge. Yes, hit Joplin, Missouri. Yeah. Um, its highest wind speed was recorded at like three hundred and twenty kilometers an hour. Oh my God, that is just that's oh. It shit. had it had uh, been timed on the ground for thirty eight minutes. Yeah. Its maximum width was 1.6 kilometers wide. Wow, that's just a huge swath. Absolutely. 
massive. Yeah. Destroyed the destroyed the town. Destroyed the city, I guess I yeah. should say. Yeah. Yeah. There was 158 people who were killed. Yeah. Um and I don't even know the damage. It was like over 2 billion. Yeah, it was huge. It was, and, a, it was a lot. Yeah, and it ended up at that time being one of the deadliest tornadoes to strike the US. Yeah. So it was a massive, massive, massive tornado. storm, yeah. It was huge, huge. Um, it kind it touched down in the evening, which is kind of weird. Mm-hmm. So this wasn't like daytime. It was kind of, you know, before it gets dark. Yeah, yeah. And uh, there was a lot of um, storm chasers and eyewitnesses who were reporting that there was multiple vortices inside this uh, tornado. Right. So it's a massive over a kilometer wide tornado and it has lots of little vortices in it yeah it's huge so it's very powerful yeah incredibly powerful yeah what's interesting about the story is the experiences that some of the people had right when this tornado touched down yeah it's it's beautiful mm-hmm. many of these encounters were seen i shouldn't say seen i guess most of the encounters were experienced by children right young children yeah so Let's say anywhere from two... Seven, nine... Yeah, they weren't particularly old. No. It was very rarely was it adults. Yeah. And um, a couple of these experiences were involving being stuck out in the storm. Yeah. Jesus. Or traveling in the storm or trying to get away from the storm. Trying to get away from the storm. That kind of of stuff. Caught in the house. Yeah, exactly. Here's Here's a couple of them. So one of them involved, I think it was a young girl. Her and her dad are traveling in a in their vehicle. Right. And the tornado came through and blew their vehicle like straight off the off the road. I think at the time she was maybe two or three. Wow. And um it their vehicle was blown off the road. It tumbled. It freaking you know Yeah rolled over and over and over and then when it came to a stop, she said um she told her dad that there was butterfly people sitting with them inside the vehicle. In the vehicle, yeah. Mm hmm. And he said there was nobody in the car with us. Yeah. And she said, no, absolutely. Well, she didn't say absolutely, but she was like, no, daddy, there was butterfly people in the car. Yeah. So there's other stories that are very similar to that. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of them. Yeah. So there's another story of a young boy and his dad driving in the, uh, I think they're driving in a truck or something like that. They're driving down the road. The storm is coming towards them. Yeah. As the storm is coming, they see a car that has been picked up in the tornado and it is now hurtling towards them. Yeah. And is going to collide with them. Mm-hmm. But at the last moment, it seems to be pushed off to the side. Like it's veered off yeah. to the side. Yeah, that's incredible. Mm-hmm. And the boy said that there was two very big like beings there. Yeah. Who stopped the car yeah. and threw it off to the threw side. Threw it off to the side. And the father obviously didn't see it, but he is saying afterwards, like there's no possible really way or explanation that the vehicle that was coming right at them yeah would just all of a sudden change direction yeah there's no way it's just no way then there's um another account of a young girl and her mother and they're caught in the storm right and we all know that you're not supposed to stay in your car in a tornado right no it's a bad idea yeah bad idea so they get out of their vehicle and they take refuge in a culvert or a ditch or something oh, like yeah, that this was awesome mm-hmm. yeah oh my god so the tornado is bearing down the mother is covering the child yeah so she's over top of the child to protect the child from yeah. debris yeah and she sees that there's debris like a vehicle in that as well yeah coming towards them yeah, just gonna. Just yeah, it's gonna take them out. Take them out. So yeah. she she braces for impact from the debris. Yeah, 
and nothing happens. And then her daughter asks her, weren't they beautiful? Yeah. And she didn't, she didn't know what she was talking about. Mom yeah. didn't know what, what, uh, what her daughter was talking about. Yeah. And they had beautiful wings, the daughter's telling her. Yeah. Didn't you see the butterfly people? That's awesome. And the mother never saw anything. Yeah, that's so cool. Mm-hmm. I, I love hearing that. There's lots of them, though. There's lots of these stories where children are seeing beings. Winged beings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, butterflies. With what they call like really beautifully colored, colored butterfly wings. Yeah, white light around them. and uh, Protecting them protecting during that, them. that time. There was a family in a closet in a home. Yeah, that one's awesome. Oh, my God. That was God. the only place that they really had to hide. They didn't yeah. have a, uh, a shelter or anything, so they're in the most interior room of their house because that's yeah. what they tell you to do, and it happened to be the closet. Yeah. And when they come out of there... Oh, actually, I think it was the son. The it son looked up. It was the young son who looked up. And he saw butterfly people stopping debris from, from hitting, them hitting them while they were in the closet. Yeah. And then when the storm passed and they came out, the only thing left, left of that home was the closet. Was the closet. That is just... Like, we all know closets are not exactly yeah. the most structurally, you know... I love that one. She was... I don't know, how many kids were in there with her? Six or... Four or five, I yeah. think. I, the other one that blew me away... I just love this story. It was the sheriff driving, and he spots a young kid in in a field, mm-hmm. and he he was six he was six miles from I yeah, think where he's supposed to be. Yeah, well, he he goes up to the kid to make sure that he's okay and everything, and he looks at the child and he says, "This kid didn't have a scratch on him," and he asked him, "Where do you live?" And uh, he said, "By the hospital," mm-hmm. which was about six or seven kilometers, yeah, from where they were. Mm-hmm. And he said, well, how, how did you get here? And he said, the butterfly people picked me up and brought me here. Mm-hmm. Like that is just, that six or seven kilometers? Yep. Yeah. That's crazy. Now, was he picked up in the storm? That's possible. Yeah, but did no butterfly people? Well, that's no, what I'm saying. If he yeah. was picked up in the storm and butterfly people protected him while he was in yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. And then when they could set him down, they yeah. set him down wherever it was safe. Safe, yeah. Either either one, even the sheriff, when he was telling the story, it's just, uh, I have no idea how that would have happened. Like, mm-hmm. he's, he was, like, this is a miracle. I read a story, too, about uh, a girl who did get injured. She was a little, she was older. She was in her teens. Right. She got injured. I think it was a piece of debris or something that um, impaled her leg. Yeah. Anyway, she ended up in the hospital. Yeah. But afterwards, for whatever reason, she has this weird ability now to attract butterflies. Oh, is that right? Yeah. And she can't get them to leave her alone. Shit. I, 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 wow, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. So now, like, everywhere she goes, butterflies are, like, following her everywhere. Wow. Mm-hmm. That is... <laughs> yeah. Again, that's beautiful. I love it. It's yeah. so, so cool. hmm Wow. That's awesome. So when you hear those types of stories... Yeah. You got these young children, right? Yeah. Who are talking about beings of light... Of light. With, with wings. Wings. They're saying butterfly people. Yeah. Now, here's, here's where we had a little bit of a discussion. Yeah. Because it's my understanding that Joplin, Missouri, mm-hmm. is a pretty faith-based town. Oh, yeah. You could hear it in people when they're speaking, too. You right. Know? You could tell pretty tight. with the. So, if that's the case, I would assume that 
if these people go to church often, follow right. the Bible often, that yeah. kind of stuff, yeah. they would know the difference I, between a winged angel, angel and, and a, a person butterfly. with butterfly wings. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I mean, growing up, we were, remember we were saying that as, as a kid, me growing up. You always uh, kind of know what angels look like. Yeah, I mean, there were pictures in the house of angels. Yeah, well, most people, you know, we see depictions of angels and they clearly have feathered wings. Yeah. So that's why I'm curious because it can't be kind of imagination. No. Do you know what I mean? Because no. I would think that children who have been exposed to what angels are yeah. would use that as the thing that they saw. They would say an angel. Mm-hmm. But they're describing people uh, with yeah. butterfly wings. And colors. And not that angels don't have colors around them. I think that obviously they do. Well, they're light beings, they're so light they do beings, have colors so around them. color, yeah. But there's a difference between wings and... Yeah. And butterfly. Feathered wings and butter, butterfly, butterfly wings. wings. Yeah, yeah, there's a distinct yeah. difference. Yeah. And just from some of the things that I know, mm-hmm. um, you would know. Yeah. You would know whether you were a kid or an adult. The difference mm-hmm. if you that, were in the presence of an yeah, angelic being, you would know. Mm-hmm. You would know. De- you would definitely know. Yeah, it would be unquestionable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. Now, here's the thing: if they're not angels, right? The butterfly people. Okay. What are they? Yeah, this is where it gets really cool. Actually, I think so. I do too. I do too. So, what do you think? I think, like I said before, that they're uh, interdimensional. I agree. I think they're interdimensional beings that um, saw that there was a lot of destruction that was going on, and they were able to come and help. Mm-hmm. That could be possible. The thing that we agree upon, though, mm-hmm. is that they're not angels in the biblical sense. No. I, I guess they're angels in the sense that they saved people yeah, but I'm talking from harm, like, but as for what type of being this actually was, mm-hmm. yeah. I, That's what I, I'm saying. Not in the biblical sense. Not, not in the biblical sense. Not no. like an archangel, not an angel with no. feathery wings, any of that stuff. We yeah. agree on that. Yeah. So I agree. Interdimensional. Yeah. For sure. Um, but then, yeah, you have to ask yourself, why did they... Why there? Why did they interfere? At that time. In this particular situation. Yeah, and not somewhere else in some war-torn city of Syria or Well, this or is the thing. Else. There's places where beings who could help could interfere anywhere. Yeah. So what makes... Daily. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Daily. So yeah. what makes this town, this incident, that day and time... Different. Yeah, than everything else. Than everything else, yeah. And I, I, I think we got... An interesting take on that one. I really do. I think so, too. Yeah, so do I. Our take is this. Hmm. What if the storm itself, because of its power, because of its size... Yeah, it's massive, massive power. Yeah. ...was able to generate enough energy Mm -hmm. to create almost a, I don't know, opening, a doorway in which... An interdimensional being or beings. Beings, yeah. The doorway was large enough. Could pass through and then, you know, render assistance to those during this. Yeah. Yeah. I, this I, disaster. I really think that's what it is. I, I, I do. Well, the reason I say that is because a, a large thunderstorm, because usually what is tornadoes? Supercell thunderstorms that yeah. have to happen? Yeah, that's huge power. That's just huge, huge power. I think a thunderstorm of that size yeah. could generate 
a massive amount of atmospheric electricity. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. It was. And that atmospheric electricity is going to charge the atmosphere. Yeah. Right? Yeah. With, like, what is it, ionization? Yeah. I'm not even sure. Ionization, electrons, I think it's ionization. Yeah, it's... It's just a lot of power. That's a huge amount of electrical power. That, that's the thing with that is, though, right? If you get enough electrons mm-hmm. in those, in those, um, in that storm, right? Charging or mm-hmm. being charged up, accelerating, right. basically, mm-hmm. you have like an electric field, yeah. right? Yeah. And then all of those atoms in those fields get ionized, mm-hmm. right? And they accelerate and collide with more atoms, releasing more electrons. And it's this thing in science called an electron avalanche. Right. In a gas, which oxygen is, Mm -hmm. right, you can cause the affected region to become an electrically, like, conductive plasma. Yeah, yeah. Which is a a different, like, plasma is a a form of matter. But let's say through this electron avalanche, Mm -hmm. you create enough of this electron uh, electrical charge right that you have so much energy you have plasma mm-hmm. you open a doorway yeah yeah that's that's i'm i'm almost certain that happened the doorway opened the reason the reason i say that is because characteristics of lightning right mm-hmm. are typical of plasmas so like it it emits light right sometimes it emits it emits uh x-rays yeah gamma rays right and Plasma is a super like producer of electromagnetic radiation. Right, right. So what if all of those things combine energetically cause an opening? Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. And then these beings can come through. Allowed them to come through. And can assist. Yeah. To me it makes sense. And I read a lot about uh, uh, different things with UFOs and they talk about interdimensional uh, craft and beings or whatever but it's always it's coming back to a portal being opened through energy through some kind of energy mm-hmm. well th- and this imagine the amount of energy that's in that storm it, it's huge it's huge portals are an actual thing yeah right in science they call them x points right so here's an example of an actual portal that is real right okay. There's places where the magnetic field of the Earth connect with the magnetic field of the sun. Right. Right? Okay. This creates an uninterrupted kind of pathway leading from Earth to the sun's atmosphere. Hmm. Okay. That's an opening. Yeah. That's an opening in the magnetic fields. Yeah, yeah. So who's to say you can't have that interdimensionally? If we can have it between celestial body and celestial body, why couldn't you have that interdimensionally? And not only that, that higher ramped up, like, um, atmospheric electricity, yeah, right? And that massive amount of ionization mm-hmm. is usually as a result of cosmic rays. Yeah, yeah. Which are high energy protons. Yeah. And they come from the sun. Yeah. So let's say two X is passed and you have that uninterrupted path mm-hmm. in the magnetic fields from the earth to the sun and cosmic rays pass through there. Or get through there. Yeah. And at that very moment, at this very time, there was a super ionization of all the energy there. And that allowed, during this disaster, because it's 
a disaster. It is. A, maybe well, perhaps it was a disaster. Maybe perhaps in most of these situations, there isn't enough energy in the area to allow a to door allow it to, to to happen. Yeah, to allow a door to be made. Yeah, but in this particular one, it was just a, a, a nice lining up of a bunch of opportunities or possibilities. Yeah, and they were able to come through the door. All the ingredients just happened to be there to be to create this this perfect psychic cocktail if you want yeah, to call maybe. it that you know i mean it, it was just just perfect for for the event to happen mm-hmm. and allowed these beings to come through mm-hmm. now yeah. perhaps the window sit, opened yeah perhaps they exist on you know the periphery of our known reality yeah perhaps <laughs> they're like guides or um guardians watchers watchers exactly yeah, yeah. And they can observe, but they're just outside our dimension, yeah. so they can't interfere. Yeah. yeah. And they're observing this, and they're seeing all of this destruction mm-hmm. and this potential for loss of life. Right. And it just so happened at that time, a door was opened, and they decided... They decided to help. They decided to help. Yeah. Maybe yeah. they weren't supposed to. Uh, you know what? We maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe they they weren't. You know, it's just like the 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 Star Trek Prime Directive where they're not allowed <laughs> yeah. to, you know, interfere. But how could you not interfere when you're you're watching children and like, how could you not do it? Like mm-hmm. anyone with some kind of conscience or heart would obviously. Now, go obviously, in and help. they can't like, do everything because that was no. a town of fifty thousand. No, I think would I say one hundred and fifty-eight? Yeah, people died, passed away. Yeah, so they can't do everything. No. But no. a town of 50,000 decimated by an EF5 and 158 people lost their lives, that's a very low number considering the strength of the storm. And when you see pictures before and after yeah, of the flattened. town itself, it's just flattened. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Mm-hmm. I mean, like that lady coming out with her kids in the closet, you see the picture. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just closet. Just a closet hanging. Everything else is gone. Yep. Nothing left. Nothing. Mm-hmm. So... I think it's very possible that some sort of window was open, some sort of doorway was opened, and yeah. then these beings were able to come through. Yeah, for sure. Then we have to look at, okay, the beings came through. How come only children? Uh, and I don't think it was only children. No, I don't think it was only children. And I think children saw them one way. Yes. And adults saw them saw another them way. Another way, yeah, I agree. And yeah. I wonder if the what the children saw mm-hmm. is more... Um, accurate than what the adults saw because children's consciousness are more open and not um, corrupted by beliefs by belief yeah yeah and how reality is supposed to be mm-hmm. because we did see some stories where adults were talking about seeing beings they were mostly hooded hooded yeah <clears throat> or yeah. covered so you can't covered. really make out what they look like yeah yeah. Um, then you had that story. What was that one you read about the church? The church, yeah, yeah. There was all kinds of people that were in the church, and they went into the basement, mm-hmm. and um, everything caved in on them. Was caving in on them, and they said that there was four to six men that came and just basically lifted the walls back into place where they. There's no way they could have, a normal human, six guys could have lifted these walls. They said, no way. Mm -hmm. And um, they never saw these people ever again. Yeah, they just kind of showed up. Showed up. Picked up the wall, left. And when the actual rescuers came, Came, like really shortly thereafter, 
they didn't see anybody else. So these people came. And they were asking about them, too. Yeah, so these, these people came, lifted up the wall, and then said, well, we can't stay. we got to go dig other people out. Yeah. And they left immediately, and the res- the actual rescue personnel showed up mm-hmm. and had not seen anybody else when they came there Yeah, and didn't know who the church people were talking about. And they were saying, there's no way four, six guys could lift. Mm-hmm. There's no way. Mm-hmm. And put it and put it back in place. There's just no way. I did read some uh, stories, not that many, of people suggesting that there was entities or right. beings yeah. lifting people and up moving into the them. sky. Yeah, yeah, moving them. Yeah, yeah, like the kid. Mm-hmm. Just like the kid, the seven year old. Mm-hmm. So, adults see one thing; children mm-hmm. or see another. Or the paramedic. Remember, she saw the the hooded being. Yeah. That was over, just standing over top of the uh, the woman that was sitting on the curb or something like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, she saw this hooded being. Mm-hmm. Uh, just almost like, I guess the energy's comforting. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know. Or attempting to or comfort. Or attempting to comfort, or maybe it just saved her from something. Who knows? Yeah. So we know that the beings, the beings interfered. Oh, definitely interfered. Yeah, for and sure. We think they were able to interfere because the storm was powerful enough. Yeah. And the atmospheric electricity strong enough to open a window. Yeah. To open a door for yeah. them to be able to pass through the absolutely. two dimensions. Yeah, absolutely. That's what I think. Yeah. I, again, I, I think UFOs do that all the time, but yeah, know, they might. They create their, their artificial wormholes or whatever. Yeah, you know. they might. With energy, same type of energy, you know. Well, energy is the key. Yeah, for sure. Right, yeah. and electricity is energy. Yeah, so. definitely, definitely. And I think if you have that much ionization of um, the air around you, yeah. that much, that much ramping up of the electric electricity in the atmosphere, mm-hmm. especially from things such as cosmic rays. Yeah, you, know, you have the potential to create anything really. Yeah, even yeah. if you're creating plasma. Well, I mean, and we know that electro electromagnetic fields can create these pathways. Yeah, for sure they can. Yeah, right? yeah, definitely they can. So maybe it was just a a perfect a perfect storm. It was a perfect storm. Not not ideal. Not ideal. I but, mean, not for the people in it. No, but a perfect but, storm to create an opportunity uh, yeah. for interdimensional, interdimensional beings, beings to, to intercede yeah. on your behalf and you know and help and help as as much as they they can. Yeah, 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 definitely. Definitely. In researching some of the um, symbolism that could be associated with these beings, yeah. because we're, the, the symbolism is obviously very, very um, specific because it's butterflies. I found this really, really pretty incredible when you told me this, actually. Well, there's some ancient mythology mm-hmm. associated with the butterfly. There's some goddesses that are associated with the butterfly. Yeah. And they all seem to have kind of a common thread, mm-hmm. which is... The soul. Yeah. Right? So, for example, you have Psyche in Greek mythology. Right. She has been depicted quite a few times in uh, art as having butterfly wings. Right, right. And I don't know if people are familiar with the story of Psyche, but the story is Psyche and Eros or Cupid in Roman mythology Mm -hmm. um, have a relationship he hides from her basically because she was she was considered so beautiful right. that her beauty like challenged Aphrodite. Okay, <laughs> right? Like it was it was up there yeah. for a mortal person. She was so beautiful that she was like 
Aphrodite didn't like her. Okay, the god didn't like the no because she was challenging, you know, her level of beauty. She right. wasn't. She wasn't the most beautiful. This one was second. Okay, pretty damn, pretty damn close. <laughs> okay. So Aphrodite sent arrows to cause her to fall in love with some ugly dudes, and he instead fell in love with her, and he hid himself from her, and then she figured out who he was, and there was a whole big thing. It's very dramatic in Greek mythology. Yeah, oh yeah. And she yeah. was cast into the underworld <laughs> and had to do these trials and tribulations and all kinds of crap. And, Eventually, they get back together. Right. And she, Aphrodite, I guess, gets over her angst, and um, Psyche and Eros can be together forever. So, in depictions of Eros and Psyche, mm-hmm. Psyche has butterfly wings. Yeah. And Eros has wings because Cupid has like feathery wings. Right, right. Um, but that's almost always a reference to the human soul. So, Psyche yeah. then becomes like the goddess of the human soul or mm-hmm. soul's passage from unconsciousness to consciousness right through loss trials tribulations all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. that basically says after all of those misfortunes she's able to really truly enjoy pure happiness right 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 so there's a soul tie in there yeah then there's a soul tie in with an aztec goddess yeah this one blew me away actually um now i Probably gonna fuck this name up big time. Okay. I'm gonna try my best. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Here it goes. Go. Ready, everybody? Go for I'm it. I'm gonna try to say it like one time and one time only. <laughs> I think you say it, it's papaloto or it's papalot. It's papaloto. Something like that. Okay. It's papalot is the obsidian butterfly. That's what she's yeah. referred to. Yeah. Or the clawed butterfly. Yeah. Because sometimes she's shown as like this kind of really like hardcore kind of skull visage with claws. <laughs> like she means business, yeah, right? She's a yeah. warrior goddess for sure. Yeah. But she's a she's a goddess of women when it comes to childbirth. And Aztecs believe that childbirth was like a mother's combat equivalent. Okay. Because lots of people died. Giving birth. Well, yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. It's not like now. Mm-hmm. And yeah. if if you passed in childbirth, right. you were then born into Eats Papalotto's paradise. Okay. And that's where you, you stayed. That's where you lived. Yeah. Yeah. And then if you were to be born as a new human being, you would, you would emerge from that paradise into a new incarnation. Right. So she's like a home for the souls. Yes. At least that's my understanding of it. Right now, then you have ooh, another one. Irish name. This okay. one is sometimes tricky. But I'm gonna try and get this one right because I've seen lots of uh, <laughs> <laughs> lots of different <laughs> lots of different pronunciations of this one. All right. Okay. Do it. Ready? Yeah. Itan. Okay. Now Itan is a goddess, a transformation goddess. Right. But she's also associated with. Uh, butterflies. Butterflies, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, and both she's, the diagrams, the pictures I saw. This, wow. Exactly. They're, they're butterfly wings. She she is associated with butterflies, but she's also associated with, and this is interesting to me, the transmigration of souls. Yeah, yeah, yeah transmigration of souls. Yeah. So, See? the movement of a soul from one place to another. Yeah. So, this goddess also has yeah. a connection to souls Yeah. and the movement of those souls. So that's three so far. Yeah. And I'm sure there's more. I'm sure. Um, sure Hopi. Hopi have, a, yeah, Hopi have a butterfly butterfly, uh, butterfly woman, a yeah. kachin. 
Yeah. I think they call them kachina. No, kachina. Kachina dolls. Yeah, they They're have the little kachina. Yeah. Yeah, that are, um, they do like a whole dance. The women do their hair. Yeah. In these like <clears throat> giant spirals <clears throat> that are represent, uh, uh, they represent the butterfly wings. Yes. It's actually quite beautiful. It is beautiful. But there's lots of um, ancient cultures. Yeah. That yeah. reference goddesses but, anyway that have associations with butterflies. Butterfly people. But almost yeah. all of those have a connection to the human soul. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, even if you looked at it from uh, the point of view of we are light, just mm-hmm. like we're talking about in the Merkaba uh, and light body, what is light? It's all color. Mm-hmm. Butterfly wings, all color. Mm-hmm. So, hey. Well, what I find interesting about it is that such a, a small kind of fragile creature, right? Yeah. There's a lot of cultures around the world that believe that butterflies are the spirits of deceased. Deceased, yeah. Communing again with the earth. So again, it's a, a it's another a soul association. Yeah, you know, I've, you hear so many stories. My dad telling me one story too, even about, um, you know, after my mom died and after his mother died, him waking up and there was a picture in his room of uh, my grandmother and he said there was a large monarch and he called me in the room, I remember as a kid, mm-hmm. to come and get this butterfly out of the room. And then uh, when I went in, he said, don't worry about it. And then I heard him telling my mom, he didn't tell us, he told my mom that I was watching and this monarch landed on my mother's picture and disappeared. And then they found out uh, the next day that my grandma had passed away. That's cool. It is. So, and I remember hearing that at the dinner table. You know, mm-hmm. like again, he wasn't telling my, myself and my two other brothers. He was telling my mom. Mm-hmm. Right? So, um, how many times do you hear about people getting some kind of a sign from a butterfly? A lot, actually. Or bird. Or, a lot. Yeah, the symbology yeah. is has a lot to do with that. It has yeah. a lot to do with change. It, it has does. a lot to do with transformation. Yeah. Obviously, because, you know, you're a caterpillar, you're yeah. a cocoon, then you're a butterfly, yeah, right? Yeah. There's a lot of that stuff. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. And I'm wondering if perhaps the butterfly people could be souls. They could yeah. be deceased loved ones who yeah. came through to help, to who help. were able to come through to help. And perhaps children see them as butterfly people. Oh, yeah, man. Because that's, you know, less scary. Yeah, less scary. And, and symbolic of who they really are. Yeah. And adults seeing the souls as People. just souls because yeah. they're less likely to be fearful. Yeah, of what they're seeing. Of someone they might recognize, maybe. You never yeah. know. I mean, I never read a story where someone said they recognized any of the people, but perhaps they were just too bright that you can't really discern yeah. facial features. Well, you know, and even then you think about, look at the, the draw that would 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 be to someone in spirit when they see their grandchild or or someone that they love about to get totaled by a tornado. Mm-hmm. They'd, they'd do anything they can to save them. Mm-hmm. You'd do that right now. Yeah. In this form. Mm-hmm. You know, so the draw and the power between the two would be would be definitely a connection there. Well, we also have to look at, okay, so if the children are seeing butterfly people and they're surrounded by this light, their wings are very colorful, but mm-hmm. there's, there's a white light about them. That yeah. in itself represents innocence and purity. Yeah. So perhaps that's why they were seen that way yeah, it's a beautiful story like as much as there was devastation it's it's beautiful mm-hmm. so there's there's a lot of references and cultures using the butterfly as a symbol yeah. of 
soul rebirth. movement, mm. rebirth, incarnation, yeah. um, transmigration, all that stuff. Yeah, and messages. we did read some stories where people were suggesting that they were seeing like souls <laughs> carried away. Yeah. Some people, I think, might mistake that as like a reaper type thing, because I believe we saw one story where somebody thought it might be a reaper. reaper. But what if it was a other deceased people? Yeah. Who were just coming comfortingly, yeah, yeah, to help them migrate yeah. to their next level of yeah. existence. Yeah, I, I, I guess agree. move from well, from our perspective, move from life to death, but yeah, from their surely. perspective, move from life, life to life. Life to life, yeah, right, yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely, it's beautiful. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So what did we? What did we? Not what did we learn? I guess what did we figure out? And oh. I think if we look back at this whole story, mm-hmm. we have. A devastatingly powerful natural event. Oh yeah. A tornado. Yeah. That has struck a town or a city. Yeah. Whatever you want to call it. It's yeah. fifty thousand, so we'll call it a city. Yeah, okay. Right? Small city, yeah. Mm-hmm. And a lot of children report yeah. seeing a specific type of being helping them. Right. Or helping them and whoever's with and their them. Family their, their parents, or, their family. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Survive this devastating natural event. Yeah. They report the same type of being. Yeah. And didn't they paint a wall in the? In yes, the, they did. They made a mural there. A mural there mm-hmm. of the for the for the butterfly people, like a like the a, children yeah. saw. Yeah, an ode, an yeah. ode to the butterfly. To people. the event. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So we have this devastating natural event, and we have these reports of these beautiful luminescent beings, butterfly yeah. beings who help yeah. in this time of need. And the children report one thing, adults seem to report another. And that just could be differences in levels of consciousness. How open is one versus how open is the other? Yeah, that and different beings. You know, they could be different. Say it wasn't just one type. Could well, yeah, who knows? Few, few that came from different dimensions. Yeah, that's true. To help. That's true. Who knows? Yeah. I mean, once you open a door, I guess anybody can walk through. Yeah. It. Right. Yeah. So yeah, who knows? I, I mean, there. There's so many stories about people seeing beings coming in, at, coming in and out of dimensional portals. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm yeah. sure we're going to have shows about this mm-hmm. as we go on. Yeah. So, so yeah, cool. that's possible. Butterfly people and somebody else. Who knows? Maybe they work in conjunction with each yeah. other. Maybe they don't. Yeah. I, don't I don't know. Yeah. But what we do know is that there's definitely a history, a cultural history of associations with butterflies. Which for- kind of floored me that they're... Was I, yeah, I, you know, I never really some of the some of the it. pictures they have, like the Aztec goddess. Yeah, she looks just pretty awesome. Yeah, like what a powerful, what a powerful picture. Yeah, Hopi, Hopi one too. Hopi's yeah, yeah, they're they're Kachina. They look awesome, and they all yeah. have a meaning too. Right? Yeah, yeah. So it's not that butterfly people have never been referenced before yeah that's this isn't completely new and outside of the norm yeah ancient cultures have had these representations before just like i said psyche in in greek yeah and you know uh is papaloto in aztec i think i got that right (laughs) um in aztec same same kind of thing right yeah yeah uh yeah she's associated with i don't think she was ever depicted with wings but she's associated with and the thing that's common amongst them all is the association with transformation and souls the human soul yeah yeah at a time like that when there's a lot of destruction and a lot of death yeah it's interesting that entities 
that could be associated with the human soul are the ones that come through to help. To help, yeah. Perhaps they're other souls? Yeah, I, I think it personally, I think it's all of the above. You know, the thing about the heightened energy in the storm and then the heightened energy in the people in the storm, mm-hmm. you know, and I still, what I kind st- of signals they're sending out. I still think that the massive amount of atmospheric electricity is the thing that contributed to the yeah, ability oh, yeah. to have a portal opened yeah, or definitely. to have a doorway opened. Yeah. Yeah, that's 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 for sure. You know, I again to the skeptics, is that what you got out of the story? You know, yeah. Well, to the skeptics, the children are all liars. You, know, and- you see these beautiful, innocent children comforting their own parents, telling them it's going to be okay. The butterfly people helped them and saved us, and the parents are breaking up in tears after everything they just went through. Yeah, and you're going. And anyway. <laughs> I digress. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so I think from this story, here's what we here's what we can take away. Mm. I think there's a very real possibility that energy could be so intense through a storm, through a natural situation, whatever that may be. Yeah. Where a doorway can be opened from one dimension to another. Oh yeah, absolutely. I think when that is possible. Entities who can't interact with us on a physical level in our reality mm-hmm. as we understand it right. have the potential to come through and help us when they can. Yeah. And it seems that they're okay with doing that. It I, seems that they, they want to do I, that. I, I actually, this whole prime directive thing, you know, <laughs> I, I, I don't think so. I think they want to help. Yeah. Um, I think there's a point where they... You know, they'll decide whether they're going to. I think this situation, degree, though, the was situation, just, yeah. This situation was probably so intense and so heavy and so much potential for loss of life and destruction. Yeah. That they did the best that they could do. And that. In that 38 minutes that that tornado was on the ground. Exactly. I, I, and, and who knows? Maybe they did things afterwards and we haven't seen those, those stories or, or heard those stories. Yeah. You know, there's also things where, like, people. In Joplin, didn't know that it was going to be that. They knew it was going to be a big storm. They didn't know it was going to be that big, mm-hmm. right? So uh, maybe it was just like, okay, this this is serious. They knew a little bit more than we did, and they came to help. I had I had heard either in an interview or read somewhere. I can't remember exactly that the people of Joplin had kind of tried to suppress this, yeah, because the skeptics and the people who were just haters were really just all over them about this you know and i i think what a what a shitty way to be like there was a miraculous thing that kind of happened here that's about however you want to view it it could have been it could have been so many things who knows right here we go there's times to shut up this is one let let joplin have its let them have their moment let them have their (laughs) their experience instead of just crapping on it well that and you're talking about people that went through a hell of an ordeal they lost everything Give them some support they lost everything and yeah. all people want to do is get on there and just hate on the fact that it can't be that's impossible yeah. okay you know what however impossible at this point it sounds probable it's so <laughs> let them let them have their their thing so what butterfly people helped them and they didn't help you is that what you're upset about yeah, let in let the kid have his let, let the children have their, let the their children have their moment. experience. This is a special, yeah. you know, makes them think that life is magical. Uh, well, isn't it? It is. Of course it is. Why would you take that magic away from them? Uh, you know how people are. Yeah. So in the end, I say, 
is cool as shit. It is awesome. Despite it's beautiful. Dis- despite the despite the devastation. Yeah. And, and, despite and the devastation and destruction, and unfortunately, the loss of life. Yeah, loss of lives. Um, it could have been worse. Yeah, it could have been a hell of a worse. And if it worse. wasn't for the intervention of these beings, whoever they may be, yeah, yeah, from wherever they yeah. may be, I'm thank, sure Joplin. Thank God for them. Is in their prayers, saying thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Absolutely. So. Yeah, I, de- I definitely think that yeah. uh, the butterfly people are in the prayers. Yeah, big time. So, if you see butterflies, mm-hmm. you know, just know it's a symbolism of transformation. <laughs> you know, it's a symbolism of the human soul. Perhaps if you have butterflies visit you, maybe someone, you know, a deceased loved one has come yeah, to visit someone you. Someone trying to give you a message. Or come to comfort you. Yeah. You know, yeah. that seems to be what the butterfly was meant to represent and yeah. perhaps that's what it was meant to represent here yeah yeah don't worry we got you we'll protect you <laughs> and we'll protect you yeah yeah maybe that's maybe that's all the wings were meant to be yeah. yeah so that when you look back on this incident and you wonder why were they here and then you look at the symbology of the butterfly you say okay now i get it yeah yeah i love butterflies anyway they're beautiful yeah, who doesn't like butterflies well i don't know weirdos yeah, weirdos. <laughs> but yeah, you see them just, it's, it's, they're beautiful. Mm-hmm. When I see them, I just... Uh, they're so delicate. They are delicate, and I do stop for a minute, and I do kind of wonder, is because when they, especially when they come around at a certain time, mm-hmm. if I'm thinking about something or something in particular, and, they, and all of a sudden there's a butterfly or a monarch or something that comes around, I'm like, hmm, mm-hmm. where did that come from? Mm-hmm. If someone, someone around... Listening and trying to, trying yeah. to, trying to tell me something. Yeah. So, that's that. That is that. So that's the story of Joplin. Joplin, Missouri. Through massive devastation, the community was pulled together by entities who intervened on their mm-hmm. behalf. Yeah, and you don't hear many people talking about it. No, but it's there. It is there. I don't know. I think it's just a nice story. It is. It's a beautiful story. I love yeah. it. And. Uh, I mean, I don't like hearing about the devastation, but I love no, hearing about not. how the kids were saved, people were saved. And, and they all had uh, these great experiences. Experiences, yeah, even though it was was tough. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was something that is just magical. There is. It's just magical about it. We need that. Yeah, we do. And we need that more in this world right now. Mm-hmm. You know, magic. Like, yeah, we need that magic, that light color. I read a thing the other day that said, uh, something, what was it? Oh, Hey, Lucas. <laughs> you made it in just before the show ended. Good job. <laughs> so uh, the little saying I read was, you don't need to believe in magic. You are magic. You need to believe in yourself. Yeah. That's what we need more of. We do. <laughs> Big time. We need that. Mm-hmm. And on that note. Yeah. On that note, we are going to say good night. Mm-hmm. We're going to sign off. We got to sign off. I'm hungry. You're hungry? I am. All right, let's, let's go get something <laughs> to eat. <laughs> that sounds Thank good. you, everybody, for joining us. Yes, thank you very much. I hope you enjoyed the show. And yeah. keep listening. Yeah, keep listening. And by all means, share your stories with us. Yeah. If you have a topic or an idea, because sometimes we struggle to find stuff that's different than what other people are doing, mm-hmm. shoot us a message. Yeah. I'm open. Well, I'm open. I'm sure you're open. Yeah, We're open for sure. to anything. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And I'm sure we're going to be talking about dimensions and portals. 
Oh, for sure. As time goes on, for sure. Definitely. It's, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a wicked topic. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll keep trying to bring you stuff that you don't usually hear. Yeah. And uh, we hope that you keep listening. Yeah. Thanks for, thanks for joining us. Yeah. Looking forward to the next one. Exactly. Have a good night. Good night. Visit us at our website at thetriangulumpodcast.com or email us at thetriangulumpodcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Facebook. Your support, as always, is appreciated.